Camera speed. Sound production. Take one. Roll sound. Sound production. Take two. And action. All right, folks. We are back. We are back for another episode of The Life of Pi. This episode has taken, I would say, a good 15 plus months to put together. But we were here. We did it. I have three of the hottest, sexiest, most talented <laughs> actors in all of Cleveland with me tonight. How nice of you to see I have I have Mr. Tim Hale, Josh Miller, and George Tootie. Mr. Sexy Buns over there. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, Superman himself. So, yeah, yeah, Superman himself. So, George and Tim, you've been on before. You kind of know how it rolls. Uh, Josh, your first time here, so thank you for joining us. Of course. So, let's just kind of dive into it. What projects do you guys kind of have upcoming? I know you guys each have some stuff going on. I've seen online. Do you want to drop some knowledge on the people? Um. Yeah, I got a, I got a, uh, a few. I got meet which starts filming uh well we did we filmed the first 20 minutes already but then the rest of it films uh next month i play uh a cop chris chris i can't remember his last name but he's kind of like <laughs> you don't know your character's name come on george i only ever know so that i'm gonna so many characters in the bag i'm gonna I'm take gonna... off this for love t-shirt i can't look like i'd be a number two fan if someone doesn't know his character's name i'm very jealous that he has it number two fan josh how many were made uh, I only specially made them for people who like asked for them. Oh so. wow! Yeah, they were they were not playing favorites. So hey, <laughs> I mean hey, I was also cut out of the movie too. Oh, you were in it. I was yeah, in the. I, I was there. I went to Parma scene? to what was that? What was that bar? Shadows. Yeah, yeah. Shadows. Yeah. Shadows. Yeah. So little fun story that I give George crap about four years later. <laughs> so me and a friend of mine, Matt, worked with George over at Aldi. And George was like, hey, we need some extras. Come on up. I was like, dope, I'm there. Drive all the way up to Parma from Brunswick. You know, a good 15-minute drop, Rob out. We get there. Joey George makes a sign of waiver. I'm like, I don't know why we need this. You but have I, to I, sign him. I've never on a movie set, so I'm like, why do I need this crap? And so we're there. We're waiting. George is like, all right, you guys stand over here. Just act like you're, like, shooting pool or just drinking beers or whatever. Hang out. We're like, awesome. A couple scenes get filmed. Then fast forward like six months, we're like, we're, right, we're at the premiere, everybody's really excited. I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to be in a movie. I was telling my mom about it. I was telling the girl I was dating about it. Like, everybody was like, hyped. And then, watching the film, I was like, oh, here it comes. Here comes our scene. Here comes our scene. And cut. The scene cut about three inches from you from seeing my face. You saw my forearm now. <laughs> so me and Matt got cut out of the film completely. And ever since then, I've held that over George. He promised me a role in his next For Love film. No, it's not For Love. Oh, it's not For Love? No, I told you what it was. <laughs> he keeps getting it confused with For Love 2, which I haven't even started writing it. I just have ideas for we it. Just talk about yeah, I, to I told Josh what I have in mind for the do, sequel, but like... Do you want to tell the people? No, that one's... Remember I'm not that, ready Remember when I pitched you? I pitched him that it was like 10 years later. And it yeah. was like... You basically just spliced in for love with this movie, so like you already have the first forty minutes ah, shot of it, but you like find a way to make that, and then you flash forward, so it's like you already shot a quarter of the movie. You might as well just use it. And you can always use cutback scenes too. Exactly. So maybe I'll be in it. The cutback. Yeah, maybe I will. Be. Maybe I'll actually you'll see me at the bar. You'll be well, the next I'll, main I'll, villain. I'll, I'll magically wear the shirt in the background. I'll be like. 
<laughs> You're wearing a shirt from the film. That's the <laughs> hey, hey, we're in a Marvel universe. Nothing makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I mean, you could have been the uh, kingpin over the, the the robbers. You know, I played Steve, but all the other us whole robbers, you could have been the kingpin. But like, I've designed your entire reality, yeah. George. Tim, your name's on this. Michael. Tim, your name's on, your name's on this shirt too, right there. Oh. Right, right around my belly button. You're a son of a bitch in that movie. I, I am, but I'm a redemptive son of a bitch. Uh-huh. You know, He's like the, he rides the border between bad and good. And, uh, like, I, I was, uh, what was Jess's character's name? Uh, Sarah? Sarah. Sarah. Like, I was in charge of, you know, uh, kind of keeping her reins during the robbery, but then I was questioning it. My character was like, oh, what the fuck? I rip off my mask mid-robbery, which that is not a good move. Like, if you're a thief... You do not reveal your identity. No. <laughs> no, no, but, it, it makes sense during a, a tight of uh, physical exercise as well as emotional exercise. You're gonna be hot. Oh, let me rip this off. What the fuck are we doing here, guys? Like, is this reality? And then, uh, but yeah, no, it doesn't matter. Tim Tim plays that that type of character very well, and that's when I was writing um, it, like near the end, because obviously everybody knows. Like, if you know me, you know that that took forever to write. But like near the end is when I really hammered home everything, and that's I I always had Tim in mind for that character. So and we so and we had that really well. We had the weird incident where the guy, the regular, walking into the bar. That was so weird. The guy just walks in mid scene. George has a fake gun in Tim's face, and like the director yells, "Quiet on set!" And all of us are like, "We're not even breathing right now." So the guy just like walks into the bar, sits down, thinks the bar's open. Cecil don't have a gun to his face. Obviously, <laughs> obviously he's not even phased by it. And then the seat ends, he gets up and just walks out. <laughs> I'm like, we're all like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, the best, too, is I think he walked in while George had me on the ground. Yeah, and he's like, where's, where, where's my wife? And that was behind the bar, so he couldn't see me. He just walks in, everybody reacting to that. And then overhears it, because we're on the other side of the bar. And yeah, he hears, where's my wife? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's coming into some weird show where we're, you know, holding up uh, dudes with guns and asking where their wives are. <laughs> yeah, that was, honestly, that was a fun day. Though. I, so I look forward to my screen debut, which I was denied four years ago. I'm working on it. Like, you, know, you know, I don't hold a grudge or anything. It's fine. It, it'll happen. I, I, you know, hit a rough spot with, with life, but uh, I have been working on a, a feature film, and that's what you, I yeah. have you. Big sexy. Yeah, that's what I have you in mind for. So the the feature film is kind of like uh, you let me know start start working out. Deal. Yeah, okay. Yeah, give me like a six months notice. You're, you're not shirtless, right? Start now. Now. <laughs> Why not, George? <laughs> you're like a soldier. <laughs> you're not. You're a sorry role. So soldiers can't be shirtless, George. Believe it or not. <laughs> so. We'll talk about your guys' latest release. We all went to the uh, the fun premiere. Oh yeah, that I thought that movie was so incredible. Not, I was expecting way less violence. It was definitely very gory. I was just like, and your character Josh was just like the sick, twisted one. Yeah. Just like the pacing back and forth. I was like, I was laughing. I was like, I don't know if this is supposed to be funny or was it like made Those to be funny. So was it made that like, was not even meant to be happening, and I just did it the first take, and then they, they were just, both like, do it again. Let's, let's do that. I was like, so was it like meant to be funny, or just like you just did it? I don't know. I think it was meant because I think when we were rehearsing it, it just was boring. You know, it's just two mm, people. Yeah. It's one shot of people talking, 
over a car. It was boring. There's nothing going on. I was like, how do I build tension here? Oh, I do that. So you're like, ah, what's happening? Why is, is he going to do something every time he faces back? That's why, like, if you notice, I'll, like, get closer and then I'll go away. Because I'm trying to, like, make something happen there. That's really all it was. It was just building that tension. Josh's character is also the one that's kind of off the hinge. Like, he'll do things that are unexpected. And I'm supposed to be the more controlled one, like, controlling him as well. So, like, it fits his character to be... It makes you uncertain about what he's going to do. Yeah. You know, what's he going to do when Robbie walks up and asks about the car? It's like, maybe he will, like, attack her or something, <laughs> you know. The chemistry, I can't even explain. Me and George, when we like, did yeah, that movie. You guys were awesome. Like, the work. two of you, it was it was so good. You guys were so awesome together. And we coached him through it in the beginning, not to give a spoiler, but there you go, buddy. Like, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm so hard. That was so good. <laughs> we were there. We, that was, like, the first time we really... <laughs> Had like uh, big roles with, with each other. Me and Josh kind of hit it off, but like we became really good friends because of how well we were on stuff. Yeah, we worked before, be well before on other yeah. things, but nothing like like uh, fun. No. And I was supposed to be slow, and I was like, "How do I play someone that's slow and not be offensive?" That's the hardest part. Yeah, because you got you got to find like that middle ground where you're not gonna like upset people. Yeah, like you can't. You can't like Forrest Gump. Yeah. I'm not uh, doubt. I think I want to kill her, George. So, <laughs> so let's kind of talk. Like, how did you guys all, I guess, meet? Like initially. Ooh. Well, I first met Miller on the set of Fun to True. tie this all back. That was the first, that was the first time we ever. Time you guys met really? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 it was that first day. It was a beautiful park scene. It was your your character? What was, uh, what was your character's uh, name again? I forget. Shipboy Alex. Shipboy. But we called him Shipboy. That was the we uh, just everybody being up that great. Uh, great chemistry, and we got the whole riff of calling him Shipboy. And everybody and was like, so I was like, and they were just like, just roll with it. Yeah, no, like, you can't. That's a little harsh. I was like, dude, let him do it. Yeah, it was good uh, improv, and we, we were calling him shit boy. I mean, he was the, the park janitor, and we were the bullies. <laughs> so, of course, we were calling him shit boy, and yada, yada. And we it shot it in a non-closed park, by the way, in the Metro Park. And no <laughs> way was it closed down, and no way did we have a permit to shoot there. We just shot there. Yeah, he just on the park. ground, we're bullying him, calling him shit boy. He like a guy <laughs> in the middle, like, that looks like he's working for the grounds crew. I didn't realize how fucked up that is. <laughs> That's one of the best things about filming in Ohio, though. Like other states, like they're gonna they're gonna be like, "What the f are you doing?" Yeah, you know, you gotta have a permit. And like Ohio, like most of the time, like there's yeah. times when people bother you, but like most of the time, people are just excited to see what's going on. Yeah. Like, you guys shoot a movie, like that's cool to other people in Ohio. Yeah, you know? yeah I, I'd be like, so I feel like no one's actually getting murdered. But I'm gonna hang out just in case and see what's yeah. going on. Uh, Tim commits more than I've seen anyone in the indie scene commit to his role though he'll commit to whatever if he likes the role he'll go full fucking bore on it like he'll go way in on it like what's the movie you just did you just finished oh crack coon exactly crack -coon. Yeah, i just yeah, got I back was, i was in west virginia shooting crack coon and that was awesome i played carlos down there see and uh he, he see, it was cool about him he was like a the doucher right and so like when uh and i got to pick my own wardrobe for him and they're like, you want us to buy the wardrobe? I was like, I think I have it. Just buy whatever I die in. Well, I die naked, so that's fine. 
Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, spoiler, die naked. Buy whatever I'm dying. But that's because, I mean, you guys know, it's doing the indie film stuff. It's just like, all right, I don't want to deal with the whole cleaning up my blood bullshit. Like, yeah. But other than that, buy whatever. I'm going to live by that now. Yeah. <laughs> buy whatever I die in. For the rest of my life, I'm just going to say that. Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm curious, is Crackcoon, it sounds like it's a yeah. raccoon on crack? Yes, dude. So this this raccoon, it, it, like it, 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 it eats experimental crack. It's called Agent Orange. And <laughs> actually, and what was cool is this um, song. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's this orange like it was just hard sugar candy. But this um, well, in the context of the film, it's this experimental crack, and this raccoon eats a And we had we had two raccoon puppets that were used, Bert and Ernie. Bert was the really <laughs> scary one, and that's what we wrestled with, and like what ripped my face off. But then we had Ernie, which was the really good uh, puppet made by Alan Carnes. Shout out Alan Carnes of like Face Off and other fame. Oh, cool! And had this really cool, uh, intricate uh, uh, controlling device where you squeeze one handle and snarls. Oh, and I was controlling him for that for some times. Or Michelle Bowser, shout Michelle did that. Or the other handle would uh, make him uh, actually bite and do all the other stuff. So, so what I mean by commit? Oh, I know. Everyone remembers oh. people, which is very important. Yeah, everyone on the set very respectful. You don't find that a lot. So I guess another question I've always had for you, I've always wanted like I know you guys like these are obviously like low budget films. Like, how do you guys do like the special effects for like I guess not a lot of money? Friends. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you got James Naiman, you have a, a really Naiman. great friend in yes. high places. Shout out James Naiman. James Naiman can do anything in the world right now. He's like, in my opinion, top of the line. James yeah. Naiman does great effects and also Ron George. The guy yeah. shout out Ron George. If you have both of them on your team, you're good, and we have both of them yes. on our team. Ron, so, if you you're in the person, digital, right? and James afterwards. Digital? Like, did they work on the, on the fun film? Yeah. Yes. Was he one of the guys up front after the movie was done? Yeah. 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 Okay. James was, yeah. Okay. James actually shot it as well. So James shot it, okay. did the after effects, meaning like the digital stuff, but all the practical effects was Ron George. Yeah. You get both of those guys, that's what the movies look like. Both of them did my film as well. They're okay. pretty much that's all you the, need. the pinnacle. I don't want to say they're the best because there's good people, but like there are yeah. top quality uh, around here. I mean, so like, I guess like, do they have like their own like studios where you got where they like just have they just like no. create no. stuff there, or they just kind of just come up with it well, on them? Or James does. James has like his whole studio set up at home, but when it comes to like practical effects, yeah, Ron George will just show up. With He's everywhere you need him to be. He drives yeah. anywhere all the time. He goes out for everybody, man. He'll work on the biggest production or the smallest production. Like he just wants to see people succeed and his work gives your production value just he'll just come in with toolboxes stacked up and that's all he needs both of them are huge sweethearts they're like yeah, the nicest yeah. people you ever meet they just want to do whatever they can to help you out you know yeah because i know it's like especially like with the fun film it's just like there's so much gore and violence like and it looks so real and me i don't do gore and violence it's not my thing like i watch tv shows i'm like Bleh. like no and some of the some of the points of the film i was just like no <laughs> i'm like i literally like, i was like no but to me, but, the, stuff, but, but yeah. the, at the same time, like, that's what makes a good film. If you have an eye that's just like, mm, no, that's a little too far. And it's like, again, for like the small budget you guys work with compared to like $200 million budget that Hollywood have, like, it's like, it's awesome. It's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. And I, I thought it was going to be, I thought it was a short film. I didn't realize it was like a full fledged like, hour. Oh, yeah. It was like an hour, 15 hours, 20, something like that. No longer than that. Yeah, it was like, like 45 something. Yeah. Yeah, because I thought it was another short film. So I was like, oh, good. We're going to see a couple short films like you had. 
And then it just kept going. I was like, oh, this is there great. Was a lot of, I, I was like, this is great. There was a lot of debate like, yeah. on that, though, on making it that long. It was supposed to be cut down. We there, That movie got cut how many times? I mean, it was like... Uh, I've seen different yet. cuts. Yeah, like a two-hour summer But the one that came out was, I think, the, the smart one. Well, it started off as a short film. We yeah. did we did that scene in the garage, the main torture scene. Yeah. That was that was supposed, supposed to be it. it. Oh. And then the rest it. of the stuff was added on. Yeah. It's like, because the twist ending was like... Awesome. Like, yeah, right? like and then right? the twist at the end, I was just like, oh, that's good. Me and George were talking about writing like an origin story film. Like, like a little prequel action? Yeah. Okay. Just talk. It's just talk. But, uh, but, but here's we, the thing, though. If you guys do that, you guys haven't. So in, I forget in the mood. You guys you guys didn't know each other in the film previously to you guys meeting in the park, right? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. The characters did. But it was going to be, no, I'm saying like, we didn't know each other, but I'm saying like, it was going to be more geared towards what happened. Because you kind of got back and forth with us and then the girl story and whatever. What happened from when we met in the park to the end, and that's what it was going to be. It was just going to be strictly oh, okay. about their story. Oh, okay, gotcha. Like the whole kind of like the dark cheering for stuff. the villains type, like yeah. a Joker type, uh, but focusing on the villains. But without killing Robert De Niro on live TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can do something great. Hey, congratulations, Robert De Niro, new baby, by the way. At 79. What? Really? At 79. Man, those are good swimmers. Cheers to those swimmers. He's going to Larry King. This is the Italian well, swimmers. Good young age, though. <laughs> what, does that, what does that even mean? Wait, what'd you say, Tom? A Larry King? Yeah, and Larry King had a baby also at like old, old, old age. That's why. Oh man, absolutely. You said those Italian swimmers. All I could think about is sperm with a bunch of Italian flags tied around their neck, and they're just like, <laughs> flying through. And they're like, "Where do we get in here?" That's all I was thinking about. I'm just picturing the sperm now, just going, "Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> looks like I'm not getting in here." Do I want to go in? Maybe I want to go in. Oh, that's that's a good good oh, you're right. De Niro's has all that mouth. Every De Niro's sperm has yeah. that mouth. Yeah. Every De Niro's sperm has that mouth. Can like we all talk about my favorite De Niro movie? I'll start The King of Comedy. I just so rewatched so it good. recently. It's Nobody talked. And really, Joker is just an almost beat-by-beat rip-off of King of Comedy. Honestly. I and never heard of that film. Yes, that's why you haven't heard of it. And that's why Joker could rip no, off of it. It's it's Scorsese. It's his lowest, I like... Love Scorsese. Yes. It's his lowest one budget, that, I'd say. Well, it's well, Jerry Lewis, Lewis and no, fucking no, no. De Niro playing off each other. Yeah, so that's actually so like an older film, that, right? It's like uh, 83, I think it is. Well, to me, I said, like, older to me is like 80s. I'm not saying, like, It's 40s. Jerry Lewis at the point where, like, he was right at the end before he started getting old. Still great, though. But he's basically paying, like, a version of himself. And, but that one was like did not do well with critics or anybody, but I love it because it's the most different uh, De Niro role. He plays this and fanatic fan. Movie as a whole. Yeah. It's, oh, man. But Joker is a beat-by-beat ripoff off of it, and I had seen King of Comedy before I saw Joker, so then it was hard for me I to love appreciate it. I Driver, though. I can't say that's not what Oh, I'm yeah. Favorite. Sorry, oh, yeah. Tax Driver. So good. That whole you're looking, you're looking at me? Are you looking at me? I know you're not looking at me. Are you looking at me? Oh, that was sorry. pretty good. I do love Dirty Grandpa. Oh, yeah. I do love Zac Efron do really well together. And to see him just not take himself so seriously got to be, you know, fun. Yeah, it was out. weird to see De Niro do a comedy. Like, mm-hmm. that was the first time I saw him. I was like, I, I remember reading it. I was like, Dude, meet the parents. Meet the parents. Yeah, meet the parents. He's amazing in that. Oh, yeah, I always forget about that. He's amazing in it. Be honest. I have no The dinner scene is a watching fucker. watching it's his boy, this magic dragon. I don't know what you're talking 
Like, what's he? He goes, I have nipple cramps. He goes, I have nipple cramps. Nope, maybe. That's the dinner scene. That's what I mean. That whole scene is crazy. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> great. You pothead fucker. <laughs> <laughs> You know what my question is? I forgot. We were talking about what we have coming up next, and I like wanted to ask Tim. Now I was actually very interested in that. What do oh, you have in yeah. the works? Oh, so in the Kazanin. Uh, so yeah, Crack was most recent. Well, coming up next, we have no loose ends that I will be tying up. Uh, starting Well, I start to tie up no loose ends. Uh, June, loose beginning ends. of June here. That's with a, a lot of great uh, Cleveland folks. we got Amber Burns. Uh, David Michael, Matt Kang, Chrissy Strong, Adam Michael. Uh, so, so, so he does uh, more out-of-state stuff, heads up the Youngstown uh, Film Festival. Uh, it'll be my first time working with him. So far in all the uh, pre-interviews and like, you know, the, uh, I was going to call it round table, table through, uh, ta- table, yeah, read. table reads. Yes, it's been great so far. Um, very excited to look forward to it. So with that film, guys, it's real heavy, like. We showcase what happens when uh, shit goes heavy. I play, you know, it's kind of something how we get to draw from our lives, you know, as actors. And then, so in this film, I'm working at a restaurant, which as you guys know, shout out Nino's. Right? Nino's fucking the best. But in this film, I work for a restaurant that I don't like. I love Nino's. Um, well, I don't work there anymore. But still go there. Go there on Mother's Day. Treat your mothers. Love your mothers. Um... <laughs> Um, we're in this restaurant, and I don't love it there, and then shit goes crazy, because me and a couple other dudes decide to resolve the joint, and chaos ensues. So come see... You rob the restaurant. We rob it. Got it. Spoiler. But that's not everything. So... I feel like that would be on the back of the DVD box. Yeah, for sure, because otherwise... Oh, you gotta get the plot. Yeah. Yeah, so... So you're not, you're not giving away the ending, so you're good. Yeah, no, the... the Still got to see how it plays out, you know, and but it was just really cool to play that because it's like you know, uh, betraying the people that you've been with for a long time. So, like, when I was in that role, I had to think about, well, like, wow, what if I decided to betray Nino's? That's what I had to bring to that character of Phil, so that was interesting. So, that's coming up here. Uh, that's my next one in the canon. Mm -hmm. When's that? Uh, you starting to film that one? Uh, yeah, uh, first weekend of June, we film. So that's going to be cool. And then oh, ideally I'm going to try to double time too. The U.S. Air Guitar Championships are coming back to Cleveland. So I'm hoping to do a little double time and shred by night. Yes. I didn't know it was a real thing. And then he posted about it on Facebook. I was like, oh, this is like a real thing. <laughs> yeah. that's like... And the community is great. Like as we know from being in film, film is a great community. But I had no idea that air guitar was a thing as well. And like I was maybe even the fence about doing it again this year. And then... Lee, shout out reigning champ Lee Melendez. We shout out, she's like, you're back in this year again, right? I was like, well, yeah, now I guess I am. Now that I'm part of the group, like, bam! Do you see how Tim remembers everyone? Like, literally, like, yeah, it's like the memory recall is insane. Well, actually, it's now is great because sometimes it does happen. Oh, really? Like, Matt, Matt, the fucking person who's the champion of air guitar. Yeah, that's a deep cut right God, poor Matty, Matt Barnhart, before, he's one of my greatest friends now, but for, we just met in a few different social situations, I was, I was like, oh, hey, Tim, he's like, dude, I've shaken your hand, like, three times, and I'm like, ho-ho, well, we're best friends now, and we are, but, shout out Matty Barnhart, shout out Matt Brownhouse, 
Oh, but back, back to the question a couple minutes ago, like, how did you guys initially first meet and start working together? Yeah, you were, yeah, you were. Oh, my first. God. Mm. Was it Revenge or was it uh, the dentist? Before that, it was the dentist. The dentist. So that was uh, what year? 2013? 2012? How did we do the dentist? Probably 2012. So we, they're, they're in a 48. Yeah, the 48, I think I've told you about this. The 48 is a, a competition where you, oh, uh, yeah. you have the 48 hours to make the film. Yeah, you got 48. Yes. You, draw, you draw the genre Friday night, you, you, you write it overnight, and then you film it Saturday and start editing Saturday, and then you turn it in, finished, completed, music, everything, Sunday evening. Which I think is a really whoever I, I think you've talked about it on the on oh yeah Europe. absolutely that, that's that's like to me that's such a cool concept it's just like you have to be like quick yeah. on your feet you can't like waste any time you sleep like full, probably like three or four hours and you get up and you keep going mm -hmm. well it depends like it's fine if you're it's really fun if you're an actor because you get to go have you know a lot of fun with the role but if you're like the writer director producer. whoever yeah it's hell on you if you're the editor the score composer pressure is on. And shout out the producer of the Cleveland branch of the 48, Ron George. Another name drop. He's just name dropping over here. Well, that's our effects guy and our Cleveland 48 producer. So mm -hmm. gotta love. And that's a huge community component. That brings people together all the time. I would be remiss if we didn't shout out Brian. Brian. Who recently passed away. He was when we got involved in the... Yeah. Oh, I, Tim Thank probably you. as well. Yes. Um, we got involved with the 48. And Brian was the guy who ran it. Um, did a phenomenal job. Um, Ryan but yes, he recently passed away, and he was a really good dude. So, what is like the the forty thing? Is that something here, like locally in Cleveland? Or are you guys going somewhere else to do that? If you you have them win. all over, yeah, and you can get to go to the film Palooza's, which so they there's have like different ones, like cities. all over, like country, just like all over, all over the world. It oh, goes right. international. Oh, okay. yeah. Yes, That's awesome. so like just to give you an idea, if you win and you get to like the finals, finals, they had it in like Rotterdam. So I know that's even it. Oh, Amsterdam, yeah. You go, you go fun. This sounds close. <laughs> that's enough. more Dutch, but <laughs> Dutch is Amsterdam. Dutch. This episode is sponsored by Bucky's. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Bucky's. Only it was. But yeah, so me and George met each other on the set of. Yeah, which way. is such a weird serendipitous situation now that you bring this up because we haven't even talked about this how weird this is because i just figured it out if that film didn't happen fun may not have happened with us involved in it because what robbie in turn met me through the dentist yeah me yeah. and george kind of like i mean we hit it off we were cool on that set but I didn't know Robbie, so now there's that connection of me, George, Robbie from that movie, and then boom, fucking how many years later? He did that in 2019. Ten years later? Yeah, something like that. So I actually have a really embarrassing story about the fun premiere that I told George about afterwards. Did you tell what? No, 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 no. But somebody threw up in the bathroom at the fucking um, theater. And the only reason I know this is because I left halfway through to go pee and there was puke all over the bathroom. Oh, I was like, oh, playing hard. No, no, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. That's, I hoped it was you. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> I wanted the story, Eddie. I wanted to know. No, this is it's Oh, it was Bill Franklin. I have a story, actually. I, know oh. I actually know who did it. So, yeah, I told I told George about this like like the next day. So when everybody got up there and started talking in the front and then like Robin introduced herself, I was like, thought Robbie was a dude. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. But, but, but in my friends, I didn't know what she looked like. I'd never seen her, never met her. So I'm like, 
Robbie's like, I guess I get the dude's name. And then like, I was like, that's not a dude. <laughs> like it was so, I told George, I was like, I felt like such a moron. Cause I was like, I thought it was a dude. Uh, and like, and George's like, no, <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man. Like I've never better. How would I know? You know? I've been working with Robbie for goddamn 15 years, something like that. Now. Yeah, I've been working with Robbie since 2010, so 2009. She's an institution, Cleveland institution. Hey, she, I mean, she was phenomenal in that. Her and Kinsley both were awesome. Yeah, has always been like, and Kinsley as well. They've both been like mainstays that we've just worked with all the time. Yeah. They're very, very good, mm-hmm. and they just kind of get it. And sweet, you know, really cool women. So, you know, the hard thing to uh, put into words if you're not like in the film industry, and you're not an actor, and you're not a film person. Some people just don't. You want it so bad to work. You want to work together with people so mm-hmm. bad, and then you have that chance to do that. It's just not there. There's not a mesh there. And it's really hard to have those, all of the stars align to where everything works out. You're working good with the director. You're working good with the actors. You're working good with the people who are producing that movie all in one go. It doesn't happen a lot. But when it does happen, that's when you be, you build a team, which is the three of us. We're a team. We work yes. great together. We don't necessarily work together all the time, but we know if we're put together, we're going to fucking deliver and we're mm-hmm. going to do a great job. It's hard to find that, especially in Cleveland. Cleveland, th- people think Cleveland's a huge film scene, whatever. It's not. It's a very small film scene. And it's a very small film scene when it comes to people who are serious about it. Yeah. If you're serious about it, then you're taken to a different side than the people who are just like, ah, I'll do some extra work here. I'll make some money doing extra. Like, I know I can speak for us, I think. It's never about the money. It's never been about the money. There's nothing to do with that. I feel so weird when people ask me about my rate. <laughs> it's like, right. what do I, tra- I'm not technically under a contract, so I'll just, so I just throw good numerology out there. I'm like, oh, this is whatever. It's more about the project. Yeah, I, said, like, I, I feel like for you, just, I want to make it happen. I feel like right. just like hearing this thought, I feel like it's more, it's just like you just love it. It's just yeah. like, it's just like a part of like your soul. It's just something you love to do. I was in debt for five years of my life graduating college because I wanted to be a filmmaker. Right. Yeah. Went to college for film, came back to Ohio after that. Did I need to do that? No. Did I want to do that? Absolutely. Because everybody I know is here in Cleveland. Yeah. But the whole point is like, if you don't have that heart for it, get out while you can. And the thing is, you're not going to show, just show up to a film set and be like, oh, I'm a superstar all of a sudden. Like, it, yeah. It's not how it works. Some people, like one in a billion or whatever, get that lucky. But everybody else is you guys. Not even. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to just say, I'm be like, you gotta grind. You gotta work out. You have to love what you do. If you don't, you're just like you're gonna get pushed out the door. Well, here's the thing. You were just saying you can grind too. Like we, I've been at this 18, 19 years. They've been at this a long time. Like sometimes you just won't make it. And you know we could still make it, but like I don't have that attitude anymore. Where I'm like, oh, hopefully I'll make it. Now I just I like doing it. Yeah. So that's why I keep at it. And you know, Lord willing, maybe someday something will come of it. But like I just really like doing. It. I like telling stories. I like being a character. Some people, you know, they think moving out to California and moving out to Atlanta now and moving out to New York. You moved out to... I, I've been out there, yeah. But, um, you know, they think that just doing that, you're going to make it. Or just going there and signing with an agent, you're going to make it. Or even if you do, like, a small role in a, a small, you know, bigger film, bigger than any film, oh, I've made it. No. Can you have it? Nobody effing cares. I don't care. I honestly don't care about your role in some big film. I don't. Like... I just really enjoy doing it. Like, good for you. Like, that is really good for you. I'm, that's great. But like, I don't care. Yeah. Personally, I don't. I don't care, and that doesn't make you better than me. Mm-hmm. You can still be a shitty, sorry, shitty actor, 
and that has happened so many times. Like, um, I don't want to get into it too much. Yeah, like, make it. But that's yes, that's problem. true. I feel like there's a story there. No, I can't tell this on anything I'm recording. <laughs> do, do, do you want me to pause it? No, we were fake pause. <laughs> we're gonna George. We're gonna George hyped up here, guys. No, no, it's all pausey around here because at the end of the day, right? I mean, it's all part of the journey. It's all part yeah. of, you know, uh, huge people like Adam uh, or Adam. Uh, what's his name? Rickman. Uh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. <laughs> Alan Rickman. Morgan Freeman. You know, they were all were building up their journeys before they really uh, blew off in their fifties. True. Or took off in their fifties, I should say. Yeah. And uh, so that could be a thing, and just enjoying it because at the end of the day, acting, uh, film, the whole journey—it always takes me interesting places, doing interesting things with the coolest, most interesting people I've ever met. So it's like no regrets. And you're, and you guys, and again, like you guys said, you're, you're making like lifelong friendship while you're doing it. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Like even if it's not film stuff, you, I'm sure there's situations where you guys have helped each other out outside oh, yeah. of the film. When you're like a tight spot, sure. like you this need those brother. people. Like, I love Josh and Tootie so, so much. These are my guys. So I know you said you said about like a Bill Franklin story you wanted to tell oh. a couple minutes ago. Yeah, should, <laughs> should you tell us on? Is, is, okay? is it okay to tell? It'll be fine. It'll okay. be fine because his name is not Bill Franklin anymore. Yeah. It's so <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I like. I kind of love how this is starting already. <laughs> so at the fun premiere. I'm in the bathroom and I notice that there's, like I said, I noticed that there's fucking puke in the urinal. It's all over the place. And I see Bill Franklin at the sink and it's like there's steam coming up because he's got the hot water running. And he's scrubbing something in the sink and I have no idea what's going on. And I finish peeing. I go up. I'm like, what's going on? What do you think of the movie, Bill? He's like, oh, I had to walk out of there. I had to throw up. I was like, why? He's like, oh, I was at the Browns game earlier in the day and then I came here and we just rallied. And I forgot that I had my mask on and I puked. <laughs> I opened, I <laughs> He's like, I opened up, like, I went to, like, open the toilet and I panicked because I was puking, nothing was coming out. And then I went over to the urinal and realized <laughs> that it was because of my mask. So I pulled my mask up and it just went oh, all over. Oh, that's oh, so nasty. Oh, oh. And I was like, dang, we're really going there, huh? <laughs> Jesus. And that was the last time I saw Bill Franklin ever. Because <laughs> he's no longer Bill Franklin. And we'll just leave it at Yeah, he is. Okay. Yeah, we don't need to know. These are a great. <laughs> so, what I have going on, my next project. Yeah, what do you got going on? Um, I'm actually working on a feature that I've already put the uh, production together. We're already ready to go. I just got to finish the script. It's a feature. Um, it's me and George. It's called Evan is Nobody. And it's a story about, like, a guy. Well, I'll just give you, like, the easy thing. Have you ever seen Drop Dead Fred? Yes. yes. It's been a long friend. time. Great yeah. movie. Just picture a, uh, an imaginary friend movie mixed with Superbad. It's kind of something like that. It's an adult <laughs> version of Drop Dead Fred. That's okay. awesome. And it's a man who's in his 30s where his imaginary friend decides to come back. <laughs> and George is my imaginary friend. Oh, God, Yes. <laughs> I know. A lot. Obviously, you don't know when the premiere date is, but you let me know. I will be yeah. there with bells on. <laughs> yeah. And it's a feature, and it's really good. It's so, are you doing like it's like, like a short film, or like a feature no, it's a length feature, film? Yeah. Okay. It just deals with a lot of stuff. It deals with heartbreak. It deals with when you don't know where you're going in life. What's next, kind of thing. And it's kind of that coming of age thing where you're like, this is what matters actually in life. Yeah. This is what doesn't. Mm -hmm. And George has is a very uh, it's a heartfelt. 
movie, you know? It's, a, it, buddy, it's a buddy movie, but not because... Is it a comedy or, or kind of like a soft comedy kind of thing? It's a com- It's a dramedy, I'd say. Okay. But it's more comedy driven, you gotcha. know? Because there's situations mm-hmm. where I'm talking to George <laughs> in a room full of people, and, and then like it cuts away and you realize it looks like he's talking to himself because there's actually no one there. <laughs> So how do you guys go about getting, like, extras to your film? Is it just, like, friends that, you know, you just, like, just connections? You want to be involved, you know? Yeah. And that was me. When I mean, you got to start somewhere. I started doing extra work. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. There's no other way to start. Yeah. No one's going to give you a shot unless you make a shot. Sure. Yeah, and, uh, it's, and plus, too, when you get into an extra position and, yeah, you're networking with whoever is putting on that production, but then the people you're with on set also being extras have gone and blown up into other things. And you're part of that next grassroots movement. And that's often happened. Um, Tootie and I, we met, when we talk about connections, we met each other uh, auditioning for a movie uh, formerly called Sleigh Bells, then Mother Krampus 2. Mother Krampus, there Yes. And uh, we knew we had some mutuals. And uh, we ended up going to Winking Lizard later for uh, I got uh, dinner. I was actually supposed to be in that movie. We what? talked about that. It's so funny. Really? Yeah, we yeah, we'll go into Synchronous that. Synchronous. That's, that's how you guys met each other? That's how we met. And uh, just been consistently kicking it and then uh, working with each other to this day. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Where was the audition at? Do you remember? Lakewood Library. <laughs> no, <I don't> <laughs> yes. That movie? The basement oh, of Lakewood Library. Wow. That was one of my first auditions ever. I was so green. It's funny. You think about... See, you really come to love the auditioning process. I don't know about you guys, but because to me, I look at... It's an exercise. Exactly. I look at everyone as a performance. It's like, okay, this is an exercise. Absolutely. You put it out there. You do a character. You do a thing. Whether you get it or not, yada, yada. But God, I think about that one, and I was just... I I fucking bit it. I bit it hard. But you still got it. So maybe you didn't. Well, no, I didn't get it into the movie. He wasn't in the movie. No. But the... In the Josh Miller version, I was in it. <laughs> <laughs> the Josh Miller like cut. <laughs> but no, it's fine. You have to learn, right? And uh, Or you talk about how you meet people. Like James Naiman. I, when I auditioned for Kingsbury Run, ah. oh, this is one of my favorite auditions ever. I went so hard. That was one of my earliest. But I was auditioning for the role of this uh, masked killer. It was like an ID discovery style. Based thing. on it's the torso killer, by the way. Yes, based on the Cleveland torso killer. But it was what opens the film. It's like an ID discovery thing, but it's a mass slasher. So I went fully in it. I showed up to the audition with this fucking ski mask. It was like a Tulu ski mask, a prop knife. And uh, Deanna Sherman, she plays the lead in it. And uh, when she show, when I show up and I pull everything out, she's like, okay, I'm going to read over here. And she gets like back behind these benches and everything. And I do the full audition. There's a scene where he cuts the girl's head off in the script. I'm like, <laughs> like making all those sound effects. And everyone's just like, okay, thank you. And James is like, yeah, you weren't right for that, but I knew that I'd cast you from everything on because yeah. you committed. Yeah. So just looking as fun as an exercise, absolutely. <laughs> so this is this is, we'll just go kind of round the room here. What is a role that you guys didn't get that you wanted and a role that you've always wanted to play? Like a specific like I guess character role. Mm. <laughs> go ahead, George, you first. Uh, I don't I don't know that I've ever um, had a role that I didn't get that, oh, I, really? I, that I really wanted. I don't know. Like, as as I've gotten older, I've auditioned less for stuff. Not because I'm like, I'm, I'm not above it. It's just a lot of people just come to me asking uh, if I could, you know, be in their film uh, as, a, as a different character. Um, 
So like, I don't really have any... Um, uh, I did audition... This is way back in the day. I did audition for Speed Racer. You know, the big budget Yo, Speed what? Racer movie. I didn't get that. I really wanted that. But, like, that was a pipe dream. Like, that wasn't going to happen. You still went for it. Yes. You, got, you, got, you, you still have to go for it no matter what. So, so I guess that can count. And that's how you always break in, you know? It, whether you're making your own scene or you're breaking into the existing scene. It's mm -hmm. by taking those chances. And you were a chance taker. You're you're a, a, a what do they call that a maverick? A maverick, oh, Ooh, a I maverick. like that. Okay. That matches your jacket. You know, if you know George, you know the signature. <laughs> oh, my white jacket. Yeah, <laughs> the, the leather white leather jacket with I the red it. racing stripe. That, that is signature. That I think I have a maverick jacket. A bar in that jacket, if I'm not mistaken, and a flexing. I kept yelling. I was really drunk. I was like, I'm Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> no, is that the brown one? Oh, what, okay, what, mine. They're talking about. I have. I, know, a, I, know the I still have the white, white and red. Really yeah, nice. the white and red. I feel like he would let you flex on that jacket. Yeah, the brown <laughs> one is the for love one. The white okay, right the brown now, one's the one I'm talking about. That's when I asked you the question oh. of the for love premiere. I, I, I was like, <laughs> I did for love premiere. He's like, everybody any questions? I had a few beers in the way. I was like, where'd you get that awesome jacket at? <laughs> He's just like. And George is like, I just know it's that moron up there. It's my friend Paul. Oh no, Paul asked me where I got my suit. Okay, and I was like, uh, Coles? Because that's where I got it. <laughs> and then I stood back up, I was like, are you single? <laughs> <laughs> like, I love, I love having my friends at the premieres because they, they support what I do, and it's great having them ask the questions, so. And our fellow contemporaries, like, you run this great, huge, awesome podcast, Paul, like, and the fact Maybe. that you have us on, and we get to be co-conspirators yeah, in this, this burgeoning movement, like, this is an honor. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. And... Back to the for love thing real quick. Your dad, me and your dad had our first interaction after the premiere. Oh. Apparently everybody's gotten to know my dad, so. <laughs> it, 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 it was like the nicest thing ever, but I was just like, I don't, I, I don't really know him. I didn't know it was your dad at that point. He came over, he was like, hey, you know, I, was, I just want to thank you for being in my son's film. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he goes, you did a great job. I was like, I wasn't, he goes, yeah, you were. He's like, so you know, I was like, I did a great job. I was like, well, thank you. I didn't know what to do. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't be, I don't come off you as a jerk. I was like, oh, thank you. I looked over George. I was like, apparently I was in your film. He goes, what are you talking about? I was like, your dad thinks I was in your film. And George goes, oh, geez. <laughs> my dad, my dad is super sweet. He didn't yeah, really yes. support uh, what I did at first, but now he's really come around and been like, oh, no, he was like ecstatic. He was, he was like, he was saying, you know, just thank you for reading the film, supporting my son. I was like, I was like, absolutely. <laughs> just like playing it off like no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> now, when you're gonna have him in one of your films? I think that's the next step, <laughs> right? right? He's bring it, in, bring it all. I've seen him. He's been in your one of your. Oh, films. the Judy Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> the Judy Brothers. Yeah, Judy Brothers. The Judy Brothers. In a father's love. <laughs> <laughs> he's been in. He's, he's acted. Uh, for those who don't know, I used to make these films with my brothers and some friends, and they were the goofiest stuff you've ever seen in your yeah, whole life. But some of them are. Some of them are on YouTube. It's just because. They get they get taken off because I used licensed music back in the day. You know, YouTube was a a lawlessness. Uh, there were no yeah. laws back in the day on YouTube, so you can do whatever the heck you wanted. So we were putting all that licensed music because it makes you know you yeah. you hear a song you like, you put in the your video, it makes it cooler. You know, um, LFO for background music. Yeah, LFO for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, we made a ton of those. Those were always a lot of fun, and I would like to do one more one day with with everybody. But uh, we'll see. But yes, I made a lot of those when we were younger.
And you edited those as well. Was that your first experience editing or had you edited before? Where'd you learn it? That's that. No, I learned on my own through those, those nice. goofy videos. Um, some other like family memories, things that I did. Um, yeah, I taught myself how to uh, use the programs that I was using uh, to edit those uh, little movies that we did. Nice. Yeah, uh, what were you what editing in back then, huh? Well, you were supposed to say what role it was that you didn't get that you really Wait, did you? You didn't talk about You didn't talk about that. Yeah, we were going by the, the horn there. You I mean, I, I, have, I have, have one, too. So You have oh. <laughs> Well, I was actually cut out of Georgia Storm mm, for a lot. Ryan, I love it. Ah, there it is. <laughs> it is. I really wanted that background extra. I thought I held that pool you know, so good. The next just... film we make, you won't even remember that role, okay? Yes, I will. Because your next role is going to be so much bigger that you won't even yeah. care. Yeah, you're right. It is. And then I'm going to start to premiere like a three-piece suit. Like I have like 45 lines. I'll be like, in reality, I'm just a background piece. Okay, Josh. I'll, I'll tell my what is your role that you wanted but you didn't get? <laughs> Man, it's like a soft subject because the one that I tried for it's called it was a movie called Man Down. It was a Mendez film, which he's amazing. Mm. He did the Tax Collector and he did a bunch of other stuff. But um, Shia LaBeouf ended up getting the role that I went out oh, for, which wow. makes total sense now. Obviously, obviously, you don't want me over him. Uh, uh. But I think I would have done just as good because I saw the movie when it was finished. I was like, I did that. I did literally that. I've never seen him. Man Down? uh, Tax Collector. Oh, see Man Down because that's the one I'm talking about. That's the role I went out for. Okay. And I think I would have done just as good. But, you know, that's the whole thing. It's money. It's politics. It's names. It's a name. Yeah. It's Mendes or whatever, dude. Hey, you'll be in his next one. That's what I'm saying. Because I know that they're not going to hire him right now. Ooh, sorry. Shia? Love that guy, though. So, Shia is a great actor, but yeah. So, so what's a role you haven't done that you've wanted to do? That I want to do? Yeah. I want to play Dahmer so bad because I know I would be perfect for it. I can see you doing that after watching the fun premiere. You kind of had that weird, like, creepy Dahmer esque ness. That's even a real one. I could really do some justice. Yeah. No one's fully gone full Dahmer. <laughs> you want to be Dahmer net? Wait, so you're saying Evan Peterson go full Dahmer? Mm-hmm. See, I haven't watched it. I heard it's really. What well, well, I saw it. Full Dahmer was Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner, yes. Full that that was Jeremy Renner played Dahmer yeah, in like really? 2002 or something it's like so that. It's good. really it's good. Best, he did a good job. It's the best Dahmer biopic that exists right now. Is yeah. it like a film or is it like a series? Yeah, it's a film. Is it just called Dahmer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that it existed. And he's mm-hmm. fucking. He's fucking guys. Like it's legit. He goes full Dahmer. So was this like like when he was like Jim Rowe was like big or like no not quite it was towards the beginning he was not big yet. It's like Raph like probably like SWAT before before SWAT yeah because SWAT was the first thing I saw him and I was like that dude's like super talented he's awesome you know it was before that like way before it I don't think he was a name at all yet and he's destroyed it full tilt best Dahmer performance ever I think huh yeah um. What is that fancy looking thing? Well, it's also sponsored by Kettle One. I'll tell you what, if I can get Bucky's in Kettle Sprit- One, I'm set for life. <laughs> Holler at me. Their vodka spritz mixer, uh, this is the peach and orange blossom. That's I very pe- fancy. Well, they had a sampling at the Big Bird yesterday, mm. so I decided to try that. You know, when they have the uh, people just... Was Big Bird there? <laughs> he was hammered. <laughs> 
He was passed, passed out in the corner. corner. What was that noise? That was the big bird. He was passed out in the corner, drunk, hammered. <laughs> but the cool thing is, I love when you have those uh, promo setups in the store because then they're giving away stuff. And I've needed new sunglasses, and I've just been putting off buying them. They had these awesome Kettle One sunglasses. So I just grabbed those, and I grabbed the spritzers because I was like, well, if you give me free sunglasses, I can give you eleven dollars for uh, some tasty spritzers. What's your role, Tim? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to be a Kettle One spokesman. <laughs> and now I'm getting to live it. For real. What is but your no, role? But really, though, uh, I want to be the head vampire of something. I want to be Dracula. That's not even bullshit. I want to be Dracula. And you would my... like that? You would do it in that voice? You wouldn't change No, no, I definitely would. Right. I'd do my own thing. We want to get to the nitty gritty because I've thought about vampires an excessive amount in my life. It's my favorite subject. Would you be like uh, sparkly Dracula, like Twilight? Sparkling my girlfriend's hoo-ha. I don't even know what that means either, but I, that just happened. And I'm actually single, so I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I was, are we, yeah, are so we all, wait, 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 wait a minute. Are we all in this room a, a bunch of single men? You're not. Uh, Except for this guy. Yeah. It's recent. He left the so. single train. Hey. Well, you could have been, yes. hey, we been a room what, full of single guys, but you ruined it. When you meet a bad bitch, you gotta hold yeah, on tight. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. So, ladies, you hear that? All these gentlemen are single. Ooh. If, you like, if you like what you see, I'll put all their information at, at the end of the show. <laughs> on the BOS, the Boys of Summer, coming your way. That's it. That's Boys right. of Summer! Oh, you're part of the BOS now. Yeah! yeah. Boys, Boys of, of summer. summer! Welcome. So, Tim, you haven't said what... Oh, you, well, yeah, Dracula. No, 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 Dracula. no, no. What no, role you, you went out for. You went out for that you didn't get that you wanted. Oh. So you guys, like, that's great. You went out for Speed Racer, then you went out for A Man Down. Those are, like, two big-name films. Mm -hmm. What? Did you go out for anything? Did you, did you like, uh, did you just, are you going to one-up them say Titanic? Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm Fabrizio. I went out for Fabrizio at the young age of six. And they wow, didn't kind of the fucking Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> That's such a good movie. But sorry. Wait, no, wait. For, no, I was talking about Fabrizio from Titanic. I was still writing Paul. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to be the guy with the violin playing violin as the shit's going on. I was talking about um, the Baz Luhrmann, Romeo and Juliet, because that's still a fucking one. Oh, no, I remember watching that in high school. I was like, this is way more than the BS crap that we're reading. I was like, they got guns and stuff. I was like, this is way more exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was okay. it Leonardo DiCaprio in that? Yeah, I yeah. totally went out for that role. I see, you think about it, Tim. You could have been the guy playing the violin all of a sudden. You turn to a bat and you're actually a vampire the whole time. Ah, ah, ah. Shotgunners have fun drowning. I will shotgunner go to friends. And you fly away into the night. <laughs> I love what we do in the shadows. I'm like, bam, oh, and then just fly away. That show is so freaking funny. I love it. Who's that. your favorite character? If you had to pick one, sorry to but And I say Nadia. If I had to pick Nadia, like Nadia, uh, pro Nadia. probably Laszlo. Yes, he's just so just. But you know, some Andrew, I mean, they—they're all great. Colin Robinson. I have a soft spot for it. He's an A skill, Nandor. But um, something I went out for and didn't get, man. Yeah. That you wanted. Oh. Man, it's really hard to say. Well, something I didn't technically audition for, but wish I had gotten was uh, Robert Eggers. He's redoing Nosferatu. Yeah. And he, uh, I think, I believe he cast Bill Skarsgård. He did. As Nosferatu. 
I didn't know when or where they were holding those auditions, but... <laughs> I would have nailed it! I thought you were going to say something, so I looked at George, and George was just looking at me, like, oh, it's you. Say something, you're just doing the creepy hand thing. I love the silence that you were That was the silence. There was no like, there was 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 like, Alright, she's done, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what else I can say to follow it. Tim's like, Bill Skarsgård. Silence. Like, what is Silence? That's, 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 that's how I would have auditioned. I would have not even said any lines. I would have been silent, like, creepy man. Crazy guy. You should have walked into the audition with a cape, with your head shaved, with the big fingernails, and not saying anything, just walked in like this. <laughs> yeah. It just did a hand across and just walked out really slowly. Tim, you with your head shaved? Think about it. They would have done it. And you would have looked fucking nuts. I would have. Uh, well, the- and your eyebrows. They'll do both. Oh, yeah. You're going to have the thick bushels. Yeah. No, 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 no. Eyebrows gone and hair. They would have shaved you. No, 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 I would have shaved them the trouble and done it myself. <laughs> oh, oh, Shave them the trouble. But I did shave my head for a... Okay, let's talk about, if I may introduce the topic, yeah, biggest yes. body transformations. Mm-hmm. So I'll start. Um, I played a character called Smedley for a film called uh, A Bloody Geyser. Mm-hmm. Shout out John Mislowski. And that was really fun. I got to play this like really gross demon-looking character, but it was the biggest makeup job I had ever done. Where they had the complete... Well, I already cut my hair down, but they... <laughs> they burped me. They shaved me, and uh, they, they, they put on these these big pigtails that they glued to my head. And uh, see, that's why I make up for the silences. I make a good burp. And they put the glue, these, Ron George glued these pigtails to my head, uh, did all this back makeup, the face makeup. Yeah, it was everything because then we partied later that day. You literally looked like the leader from Heaven's Gate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But Smedley, he looked like something different. And, oh, that was such a fun character, being this, like, mm, just demon fucking head. his head off. Yeah, I, yeah Kayla head Royko head. Shot her, cut her head off and it was Bloody Geyser. <laughs> Spoiler alert for a film called Bloody Geyser. But that was really fun. So that was my you biggest body. Shout out body. Uh, backyard. Yes, shout out the Obros, Mike and Gino Oradini. We shot it on their property. But that was my biggest body transformation. How about you, Josh? Biggest body transformation? Yeah, for a role. A movie I did called Failing Grace where I literally gained 60 pounds. Oh, I've seen that. You and your best friend. Yeah. Oh, 60 pounds. I know about that. Yeah. I gained 60 pounds and then I worked out. So I was just like way, I just looked way different in it. And you had a full, full beard too. Full fucking beard and longer hair. Yeah. That was full body transformation. But it helped me with the role. You know, sometimes that's what it takes. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, I'm a different person. Yes. Yeah. That's what Matt Damon does. He does like, all this weird, like skinny built, skinny built, yeah, like Christian Bale as well. Yeah, Chris, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I does. love it. I love doing that. I have no problem doing it. It gets me into the role. By the time it's time to shoot, I'm there. You know. Yeah, you're you're in because you did all that work to get there. What about you, George? Big sexy stud, you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I pretty much stayed sexy all 18 years. Yeah, so. uh, <laughs> we know. We know. I know. get it. No, um, I, I never really had any like huge transfer. I remember when I did the Rapture. That was my first you Superman uh, suit. You yeah. gotta look good. And you change looks though. I mean, you shade. You have different flavors of hair. Like, yeah, I, I do. I do experiment with like you know the beard and then longer hair stuff. in some in some films. Um, and then and then your speedo rolls. You're coming up. 
Oh, uh, meat, meat. I don't. I actually. That was only for the calendar because Roger Connors wanted like this this provocative calendar for the Indiegogo and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I don't dress like that at all. In the he does. Yeah. I'm just. George I'm just straight normal. I'm just straight normal, dude. In uh, meat, I play like uh. I play like the Dewey, you know, Scream Dewey. Yeah, I, that's like my character. Not as unknowingly goofy, but that's kind of like uh, the character I play in me. Oh, that's fucked. Um, I actually I like it a lot because Roger Connors, when he was writing the movie, had me in mind, and my brother Jeffrey uh, is gay. He's married to Amir, and uh, I, you know I fully support Jeff. Like I, 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 I just act, I treat Jeff like a normal person, like you should anybody, you know. Um, They're normal, but people. Roger while writing the film, kind of just wrote the role with me in mind as me just being a normal dude. So, uh, but, you know, still treating everyone as human beings. So that's kind of like, the role was basically written for me. So, as, nice. as me. So. And you look good as that guy, too. I've seen those promo shots. Like, I'll be honest, honest. I do not like the shaved face. It's very weird. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a fan of shit. Yeah. I mean, that's how I, I that's how I used to be. But you're a cop. I get it. Like, you gotta have the clean. I feel like you should get like the mustache. I was gonna say, I'm surprised you didn't have you have the stash because I would. Yeah, you gotta have like you gotta get those super super handlebars and you just bring it down. Super super mustache. Yeah, but if they asked for it, you would. If they if if Roger would ask for the mustache, yes. If some forty eight hour project, no. Again, I've retired from the 48. It's got to be, you got to really come at me with a team to give me the 48. I'm telling you, one one year, I feel like me, you, we maybe Tim. That, yeah. Oh, uh, destroy Signups are still going on. Have we committed? I, I'm only a That'd be a mic drop moment because we would just win and then drop the And then we'd be done. And I'd be out of here. And then George would walk out of the room. It's time for the you mustache. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he would do the pants rip. The pants rip. A speedo with a mustache. All the ladies. He would. He would actually just peel his beard off with the stash. <laughs> Little button-down tearaway pants yeah. from like 2002. <laughs> wow. I gotta bring that back. Oh hell yeah! I still, like I still have mine. I still have. Mine. I call them the Triple H pants because Triple H always used to wear yeah. those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, he did. Did he always wore those pants? With the most awful fucking, like, running shoes. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> Worst shoes ever. 